Welcome to Paintbrush and Ivories, the podcast for artists and curious creatives that connects creativity with the heart and soul. I'm Michelle Walker, and I'm here with my creative soul sister, Jennifer Ruth Russell. Hey, Jen. Hey, Michelle. So good to be here. I'm excited about this podcast today. So am I. And we're also joined by another creative soul sister, Jude White. Hi, Jude. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Jennifer. I'll introduce you to the listeners. Jude White's a painter and textile artist whose work is primarily influenced by Australia's natural environment, the challenges that it faces and the loss of wild places. She's worked extensively in the Indigenous arts sector, assisting in the creation of repeat textile designs. After a hiatus in her art practice, Jude returns in ash, mud and tears, combining new materials and techniques with her love of textiles, printmaking and painting. Jude, we're here to talk about Ash, Mud and Tears. I'm so excited you've joined Jennifer and I for this in-depth conversation about our collective exhibition. Thank you for your time this morning. You're very welcome. This is very fun. Our opening night is next week. We're only a week away and that's exciting. I'd love to get you to lead us off in the conversation about what some of the ideas were that underpinned this work that we've put together for Ash, Mud and Tears? Well, we started cooking this up a couple of years ago after the bushfires in Australia. And Michelle and I live in northern New South Wales and we had very severe bushfires in our area. And for me, they were only three kilometres from my home. And Michelle, who lives just over the mountain range, also had them very close to her. So we came up with this theme and our original idea for the exhibition was fire scar, uh, exploring the scars that are left after the devastation of bushfire on the landscape and the humans and the animals and uh, the collective consciousness of the country. And then what happened was a year later, we had these extraordinary floods. Lismore was so devastated and all of our area was ravaged. So Michelle and I got together and realized we couldn't just focus on the fires for our exhibition. We had to incorporate the devastation of the floods as well. So we rejigged our title and brief of what we were working on and named it Ash, Mud and Tears to capture the impact and devastation of the bushfires and the floods and then the loss and grief. Wow, that is incredible. And I would love to hear how that became an exhibition. What brought about the exhibition? Was it somebody invited you to, or after the idea came together, did you find an exhibition? How did that work, Michelle? The collaborations actually through another friend of dudes of mine, Virginia Reed, and we knew her through Byron College and attending classes there. And to be honest, I'd heard of this crazy creative woman who lived in the mountains called Jude White <laughs> when Virginia said to me hey <laughs> Jude's interested in maybe doing a proposal collaboration for the Ballina Regional Gallery that's when I reached out to Jude yeah so I I, I was working with another group uh, from the college we were doing a class together with Virginia she's an extraordinary mentor uh, artistic midwife, I would call her. And mm. we were thinking of doing an exhibition, this little group at the Northern Rivers Community Gallery. And then we kind of realised it wasn't really going to happen. 
So I said to Virginia, but I'm still really keen to give it a go. Got any other ideas of anyone that you think I would be compatible with artistically and on a personal level and who's ready? And she thought Michelle was my woman. So she contacted Michelle and we had our first conversation and came up with our whole exhibition brief on the phone and we hadn't even met each other in person. <laughs> that is wonderful story. I love I love that you're sharing this because we've talked so much about collaboration on this podcast, haven't we, Michelle? And yeah. it's just wonderful for this, this story of what has happened with both of you and how this collaboration came about. I think that the glue was that we both really trust Virginia and we really trust her uh, capacity to know us both deeply in our arts practice and in our personalities. So just trusting her, we just both went, okay, it's got to be a yes. I think it also says a lot about the both of you of being out in a community and sharing your art and doing your art in community, you know, in uh, with others and with the mentors in your area. I think it's that's a beautiful place for for all of us to to start if we want to collaborate. And I think the great thing for me was that when we did get to meet Jude, it was we had so many points of connection and interest. So while we're different personalities we could connect in a way that was really valuable and also I really appreciated your art and what you'd done in the past and your thoughts about where you wanted to go so I think that's a fabulous basis for a creative collaboration that emerged and it was a good sign for me. So I'm wondering is was there any place where the two of you got stuck for a moment or there was some difficulties that you needed to work out between the two of you to bring a, a feeling of uh, unity to the show itself? Great question. I'll have a go and then I'll hand to you, Jude. I think there was no stuckness, but we were operating early on probably from different levels of comfort. Can I just say that? I'm going to have a go and Jude, you can feel free to have a different opinion. But I felt like having done a big exhibition two years prior, I felt less worried about it working out. And I trusted the process implicitly. And I felt that I needed to be a bit of an, an anchor and share that trust and have that trust be osmotic into Jude's world. Jude, what do you reckon about that idea? Yeah, look, I felt like I was kind of tippy-toeing back into a world that had used to be my life. But then I went through some big things in my life and also had a child. So it was quite a rite of passage for me. So having Michelle there was just like she was holding my hand, generous to listen to me when I was having my little wobbles and kept on kind of ushering me along, like, you know, pushing me to the front and oh, I could just cry. It was so very good. Thank you, mm, Michelle. That's precious. You're very welcome, Jude. And the other thing that I find really interesting is this comes into perhaps being a little aware of our own emotional internal landscape was while I know the fear of it was real for you, I knew you could do it. I had zero doubt on that front. And perhaps that goes back to my knowledge of your experience previous in, you know, in different parts of your life, but also my trust in Virginia's art doulering of bringing things into the world. Uh, I thought that that was terrific. So, did you see each other's work as you were creating? Did you check in and show each other what you were doing? Because as I see what you are presenting in this exhibition, it is such 
harmony between the two of you, but very different. You know, both of you are shining beautifully and the other is complimenting. Did you plan that? No, we didn't plan that. It was quite organic, really, how it all unfolded. We're, we're both launched into completely new work. Um, so, for example, when I rang the gallery a few months ago, I had to sort of talk about what was going on. The exhibition coordinator said, well, everyone's a painter. And I said, oh, well, Michelle and I have completely broken away. We're doing sculpture, textiles. <laughs> we're not really doing painting anymore. And, and the gallery was great. They said, okay, well, whatever your vision is, we want to support it. But basically, we would look at each other's work and go, wow, what a miracle. Like, it actually really sings together. And I think that came from the themes and also the palette of bushfires and floods and mud and ash, that somehow the work just sat really well together. And we both got excited about a more installation show that where people could be moved by the work rather than it being pictures hanging on the wall. It's so true. And I, I feel it was quite an energetic compatibility that we had going that then the work got produced from that space. And so when we did take a look at our work, which was back in December now, I think probably four months out from the exhibition, I had some little bits and pieces of things that I thought I wanted to pursue. And I went over and Jude, you and I spent that day together and you showed me some of your test screen prints and botanical dye pieces. And we went, oh, ah, look at that. You know, there's there was the sort of elements that we could see already emerging that were speaking to the work across the two artists' work, which I thought was lovely. When you said the palette was compatible, part of me says, well, there's no way I was going to do rainbow-coloured anything for this particular exhibition. But, you know, someone could have, in which case it would have been quite challenging to go with those earth tones and the muted tones that we have gone with and a rainbow palette. I think something like that could have been possible but we're such hippie earth child kind of sisters aren't we Jude that we were always going to do what we did but the point that you made Jude about the work being completely different that's part of this exhibition for me that is really exciting and I think I allowed myself to go places that I had had not envisaged at all I would go with the work I went right back to my training, you know, from my art college days of sculpture. I felt the need to work in objects to sort of talk about stuff because this exhibition for me has been 80% floods and 20% fires initially, I think. I don't know about you, Jude, but there was a real permeance of the floods still because it was only six months new when I started to put my hands on materials. And I was already starting to conceptualise things straight after the floods once we got the green light from the gallery to switch around our focus. So that thing of wanting to represent in my artwork the stuff that people were trying to save and were we were salvaging in the mud army work and we were cleaning up and people were holding precious. There was a whole lot of objects in the work that I felt needed to come through as a result. And I did manage to capture some of that with the small sculptural work that I did. But funnily, even my 2D painting work became an intersection of painting and sculpture slash installation in the way that I took pieces of ply and painted on them multiple levels and then cut them up and rearranged them 
with this whole idea, you know, the big work that I've got called Nothing's the Same is 15 12-inch square panels of plywood that's been painted and then stacked and jigsawed and then rearranged and then glued back together and stitched back together with metal and then made into a one and a half by one metre piece. And that was this idea of nothing was the same. Everything was thrown up in the air. Everything was different for people and their lives were shattered and they were trying to put them back into some semblance of what they could live with. So that was one of the underlying things for me that came out of the collaboration and also the response to the natural disasters in particular. I'm so glad to hear you speak about the emotional journey, you know, and I would love for you to speak more into that. Jude, let's hear about this for you. Was it an emotional journey going back and reliving that as a member of the community? Look, for sure. And something um, that I realized early on when I was starting to feel into the fires, which at that point, you know, we'd had the floods and they did feel in the distance. But then I got out my journals and remembered and read all of my writings from when I actually had a house fire. And so I realized, actually, I've been through this. I've lost everything. And I live on a piece of land where that fire happened. So I found myself going over to that site and excavating for <laughs> the remains from the fire. So that really connected me in to the loss and the disassembling of my life and really the, a shattering of my identity because everything was just gone, you know, all my photographs. So it was, that was a really good anchoring point for me to connect in to the fires was actually going, oh, actually, yes, I do have a personal direct experience of that. And for me, it was going up to Binnaburra in Lamington National Park where the early part of that season, that black summer season from 2019 through to 2020 in Australia, that a lot of areas up there, a lot of places and homes in Beechmont were destroyed by the fire in September and the old historic Binnaburra Lodge was destroyed and I went back up to Binnaburra to connect into the fire part of this exhibition for me because that was very real and I needed to reconnect as Jude did on her own property. I did that through Lamington National Park. And um, connecting back in with the floods for me was I, besides just going over to visit Lismore, seeing uh, what very recently had been a vibrant, bustling little town looking like a bomb had dropped on it. So it was pretty easy to tap into the devastation of the floods. But also I live on a property that has a creek. So when I would go down to the creek, all the plants and trees and vines were just hanging on for grim death. That was what it was like. And it reminded me of when I've been through big disasters in my personal life like marriage breakup and different things where you're so devastated but you're just hanging on to threads Mm -hmm. so you know everything upheaved and tossed everywhere was just for me a reflection of also those personal aspects of my own life and others lives who've lived through not only natural disasters in the physical world but also in their personal life um And so one of the pieces in the show is actually the roots of a bangalow palm tree that was just tossed to the side in our creek. And these are massive trees. 
and beautiful. And there it was like just tossed to the side of the creek. And it was so beautiful and spectacular that I ended up bringing it back to my house and transforming it into one of the works in the show. Wow. So I I love that palm, Jude, and I've seen it in person, which is a beautiful thing, and I'm looking forward to its presence in the exhibition. The other thing that I loved is that you've used it in your imagery. Tell us a bit more about that. Well, one of my skills, I guess, that I have in my back pocket is being a screen printer and having the capacity to photographically expose screens. I looked at that route and all the incredible entanglement of the, of the roots that it really moved me, the, the image of that. So I took a photograph of that and I exposed it onto silk screens in three different sizes. And I've actually printed elements of those roots into the flood silk, which is a floor to ceiling silk, an aerial view of the creek, which is based on our creek. So I've got little aspects of the roots coming through in there, just in an abstract way. And I've also screen printed some of those root textures onto my artist book. Mm. It's so beautiful, even though it represents such destruction. I love the look of it. And I just would like to carry on with that tree root. It's got so much going on in an artistic element. And we've both got artist books in this exhibition, haven't we? So Jude, you've got an artist book around the floods. I've got two artist books, one around the fires and one around the floods. And for me, the link back into the other work that I've done is I've used the same technique of painting onto plywood and then cutting up the plywood and rearranging it as the book covers. So I think that this upheaval that the root symbolises the disruption that I've incorporated with the cut-up painted timber work kind of underpins this whole approach that we've taken. I think the other thing for me is using things that were found. So like you with your root bowl, I brought in a salvaged dining table leg that became the material I use for a lot of my small sculptural work. And that table that was salvaged after the floods became language that I could use to depict things related to the home, which in the fires, we tried to keep the fires away and we protected the homes from fires. And then in the intervening time between the fires and the floods, we had COVID for two and a bit years. And so the homes became our sanctuary, our refuge, but also our enclosed space that we couldn't venture out of in some cases. And then in the floods, the the house became a structure that was inundated and people lost their belongings by it being inundated and they had to climb up onto the roofs of, you know, to get to safety. And that was the story for a lot of people in Lismore, which was my home base for 14 years. So that imagery of the use of the found objects, in my case, table leg, into the work and depicting the home, but it also speaks of us. You know, I think the palm tree is potentially a metaphor for us being uprooted and disheveled and displaced, and so is the house. And they're two of the visuals that we've used in this exhibition that I think are quite impactful. So Jude, is there anything else you'd like to share about the work before we talk about how people might want to tap into the exhibition imagery? 
just wanted to add to that, Michelle, about our, the elements that we're using. Like I've also brought in mud and clay and ash and charcoal, and I've incorporated those elements into the bases of my silks in the forms of a, what is it, like it's like a plywood base with a metal around it. So I've made, I've extended the actual silk images into these bases, which are physical elements from fires and floods. Um, so that's been really fun really getting my hands in in the mud and um, creating these sort of sculptural extensions to the work. And I think I just want to sort of just briefly mention how it's quite amazing how this all has unfolded. Like if you would have asked me in January what I was doing for this exhibition, I would have had no idea. Like it's just sort of somehow burst out of me. And I, I'm assuming for you too, Michelle, like it's not yeah. been a journey from my mind it's been almost like just starting putting a few things down and just letting it unfold and same as Michelle returning to my roots of screen printing and things I did in um, art school and finding that I actually completely love it and it's been a really wonderful reconnection with mediums that I love and and an involvement and I'm really excited about where this might go next as well. <laughs> mm. So I would love to ask you what have you learned by doing this body of work? I think trust is really the, the one of the key takeaways for me just really uh, trusting in the process of uh, the creative force within you and just allowing it to unfold in its own time. Also trusting your your comrade. I really trusted Michelle. I trusted her artistic capacity, her emotional maturity. I trusted that if we did come to any difficult conversations that she had the capacity to go there. And that was really, really reassuring. And I'm very grateful that we didn't actually have to many any difficult conversations but if we had it I would have known she would have been just right there the thing for me was my art went in places I wasn't expecting if you've got an opportunity to be a part of an exhibition or to hold your own exhibition lean into that opportunity because it will take you places you didn't imagine just what Jude said I'd have to say ditto for me I really didn't pre-envisage a lot of this but once I got into a little bit of a flow, I could see works coming out of me. And one of the challenges has been to stop, to close the door, to turn off the tap and say, okay, this is the number that I can get finished to the quality I want and we'll work with the exhibition, we'll work in the space and we'll work with Jude's work. I've got more that wants to pour out of me along these lines. So the idea of saying yes and putting your hand up to an exhibition is a beautiful one in terms of taking you places you weren't expecting. And I'd love to hear what both of you would like people to take away from the exhibition by witnessing it, by experiencing it. What are you hoping they will take away? I think something we were really mindful of throughout the whole process, Jennifer, was making sure that we didn't re-traumatise anyone. So I think it's just really like bringing up the emotional feelings of the fires and the floods without it being too extreme, you know, just, just reconnecting with their own personal experience of what happened to them in these times, seeing the actual beauty that can evolve after a disaster. 
The other thing that I think is really beautiful about both of my Michelle's work is, is that you can spend a lot of time looking at it and seeing more and more interesting things. Uh, we've both done a lot of mark making and textural works and you look at that and go, what is that made of and how did she do that? So it's a very like dive in to it on an emotional level and on a physical level in looking at it and trying to understand how we've created what we've done. I echo that, Jude, because I feel very much the same. I was at an event a couple of weeks ago up at Binneborough and they were showing a video from a helicopter of some of the fires as they were actually happening in September 2019. And a couple of folk who I was sitting near had been on Beachmont and had their house at risk. And this was three and a bit years later, and they were distressed by the sound of the helicopter in that video. And I found that that was really important for me to remember that this aspect of what we're doing, Jude and I, with our artwork, is incredibly cathartic, but we we were being really gentle in the way that we put it into, into the space. And I want to mention one more thing because one of the collaborators, Jude mentioned earlier on, you were talking about how supportive the folk from Northern Rivers Community Gallery were, and I'd really love to give them a uh, and applaud because they've been just gorgeous supporting us. The third collaborators was the space because that really influenced the work that we've done and we've chosen certain works and the way that it's arranged because of the space that we're in. So the gallery that we've got in that Northern Rivers Community Gallery, we've got a space that's quite like a lounge room. It's got two beautiful fireplaces and that means that there's mantelpieces over those fireplaces. So that inspired me to do some of the small works. And then there's this massive four-metre beautiful white wall, which is where Jude's going to be hanging her two big glorious silks. So the unspoken collaborator, perhaps, apart from Mother Earth, is the space because the space really influenced the work. And I think that what I'd love for people to get out of it as they come in is to have a connection with their own home and to feel the work and see the work and hopefully have a positive response to the exhibition. As Jude said, beauty comes out of it, but also an acknowledgement. And sometimes in trauma, we need to do lots of acknowledging of what people went through. Absolutely. I love what you both shared. And I just looking at the pieces individually, I haven't seen them yet displayed together, but there is so much hope it's like taking the ash, mud, and tears and bringing that beauty out of them. It's just like life, you know, when we have those, what I call almighty storms, which are just like devastating. Some of the most beautiful things have come out of my life from those storms. And you've really pulled that together in the visual sense in your artwork. So would you like to talk about what's next? I'd and love how to. those of us on the other side of the world can be be a part of this exhibition. Absolutely. So the great thing is Northern Rivers Community Gallery has a website and a web link that I will include in the show notes, which will take you to the page for Jude's and my exhibition. So Ash, Mud and Tears will have its own page. So you will be able to download the artworks and be able to see thumbnails of the artworks. I will post a video of my making of one of my pieces, which is a work that is called After the Firefront. And this interview will also be on that website. So Jude and I talking about the artwork. 
And I guess the key dates for people to know if you are in this part of the world or could venture up to Northern Rivers, the doors have opened on the 3rd of May. We're having our opening night on the 11th at 5.30pm. And that's a Thursday night. And then Jude and I are doing an artist talk, which is going to be facilitated by Virginia Reed on Saturday, the 17th of June at 2pm. And the exhibition runs till the 25th of June. So we really have an eight week window for people to be able to venture into this part of the world and come see the show. And if you're not, we'll make sure we post lots. Jude, social media handles that people can follow you on? Um, I have a website, www.judewhite.com.au and my Instagram is judewhiteart. But I just want to put a caveat in there that I'm not big on, you know, on the social media. And But after I finish this exhibition and I've cleaned up my house and I've got a massage, I might actually get down to <laughs> giving that some attention. I will be posting on my Insta. And so if you want to follow, if you're not already a follower, Michelle Walker Art is my handle. And there'll probably be a walkthrough of the exhibition, which is one of the best ways that you can see what it is that we've done together. And that will be available for those who can't make it in life. I love that you're bringing Virginia back in to just complete the circle. That is such a beautiful closure of this container. I just love that. That's so awesome. I wish I could be there in person. <laughs> I know that everybody that's listening to this is wanting to do the same. It's just so rich. So thank you both for bringing this together and bringing it to the world. Thank you. Thank you, Jen. And thank thanks, you, Jen, Jude. Well. Yeah, thanks, Jude, for joining us today on the podcast. For everyone mm-hmm. who's listening, Thank you for spending your time with Jude, Jen and I. We so appreciate it. And if you, as always, have any comments or questions, please get in touch with us. But until next time, lots of love from me. Lots of love from me. But I just want to quickly say thank you so much, Michelle. I just want to thank you for being my collaborator, for being my sister, just kind of singing me forward. I really just want to thank you for that. And I feel really grateful for this experience. It's like you said, I was, I might not have gone there, but I'm so glad I did. Thanks so much. Thank you. How beautiful it is. Always great to have somebody along on the path, right? Absolutely. So beautiful. Thank you all. Go further. That's right. Lots of love, everyone. Bye. Bye for now. After hiatus, after a hiatus in her art practice, I'll say that one more time. Hang on, I've got to find my notes. Where did I write that down? Because I wrote some and good things. Jude, you're, make sure your microphone keeps coming back up. Oh, I'm sorry. sometimes it's hard to hear what you're saying. Sorry. It's yeah. also bump, <laughs> it's bumping on your massive boobies and it's clunking. So you might want to hold it. Okay, I've got my, I've got my, um, Three my words that I typed. Yeah. Out, so I'll just have a look. <laughs>